Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. Rebel moms, rebel moms, what is happening? We got a moms on the mic for you today. The Atomic Mom, producer Kay, Laura, and Kristen talking to Kristen Strong on how to build community. Whether you're a military mom, whether you're deployed, whether you got loads of kids at home, how to reach out, how to build community. This is a great, great topic. You're going to love it. Here is Kristen Strong on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Moms on the Mic. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, Kristen. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. We yes. are so excited to have you in studio. It's uh, always a thrill to have someone in studio. The vibe's totally different. Totally. Mm. Yes. Mm. It's more like a little real conversation. Yeah, like yes. talking with friends. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we have Kristen Strong with us today, and Kristen Strong has written a book called Back Roads to Belonging, Mm. and how I found out about this book was I was actually reading Ann Voskamp's blog, and I was like, who is this lady? (laughs) I want to meet her. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, It just hits on such a good um, topic that so many women Mm. are are walking through right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think the whole generation wants to belong somewhere. I mean, that's the cry I hear of most women and most moms yeah. Um, yeah. in this generation. Yeah. So it's exciting to have you here and just to dive in to thank you. what you've provided for this generation. Well, that's yeah. great. Well, thank you. It's exciting to be here. I'm, I love just talking and learning from others as well as sharing what I've learned along Aww. the way. So, mm. yeah. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and sure. yeah, all of the things. All the yeah. things. <laughs> well, um, I live here in Colorado Springs, so this was handy. Okay. Stop by. I was, I live on the other side of town, but I was born and raised in Oklahoma though. And I grew up on the road I grew up on was O'Neill Lane. So everybody on mm-hmm. O'Neill Lane, their last name was O'Neill. And so <laughs> that's my maiden name. Oh, so wow. I grew up with cousins, um, oh. grandparents close by, just a real wealth of family and deep roots. Mm-hmm. Um, never really had to worry about making friends because they were just kind of always there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I even I went to college an hour away, not far, with a lot of high school friends, a lot of family, too. Mm-hmm. Then, though, while at college, I met my military man, that mm. uh, my boyfriend then, and then we got married, moved to Ohio, which for me might as well have been the moon because yes. I didn't know anybody. Mm. It was a huge change and probably the first time I really had a crisis of belonging. Like, mm. I don't know anybody. I don't, you know, my husband traveled a lot. This was pre 9-11, but still, yeah. he still traveled for training and whatnot. And really, for the first time in my life, I was by myself sometimes. Yeah. Like, literally by myself no. and mm. you know I transferred as a senior in college and that's oh, wow. really hard yeah, to make friends um, I was a commuter too so it was just it's a like lone- three strikes yeah, yeah it was like three strikes mm. and it was really lonely and I missed my family missed familiarity mm. um, so it, it was a real adjustment period mm. um, a period there so um, but I got to where I really just I loved a lot about the military life I loved meeting people from all over I love that my children, uh, we have three children, um, our, our twin sons just started college at oh, wow. uh, Colorado State. They're I both have twin there. sons, too. They have two twins, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm watching you. Oh, <laughs> how, well. do you how do you make it? <laughs> well, you do. What, how old are yours? Well, mine are at an awesome age. They're at eight. 
Oh, that is. And then mm-hmm. I have a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old. Oh, okay. So. Oh, so you had your twins last. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you did it harder, I feel like. <laughs> twins first, you don't really, you know. You don't know any you different. You don't know any different. Yeah. And then, but yeah, so my twins are, are, they just turned 20 a little bit ago. And so they're at their freshman year in college. And our daughter is 16. So okay. she, she's a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, I loved a lot about the military life because it, I felt like it really did give my children a worldview beyond mm-hmm. our driveway in many ways. Um, yeah. It helped contribute to that anyway. But uh, we ended up, my husband was stationed at the Air Force Academy. He taught there and then we liked it here. And mm-hmm. our kids were, our sons were high school age by the time that stopped. Uh, that assignment came to an end. So he decided we, you know, let's go ahead and just let the kids have some roots here. So, so we've been here since we've been in Colorado Springs since 2010, which is crazy. Um, Mm, That's a long time. Because it's a long, it feels (laughs) like, you know, we should have moved twice, two or three times within that period. But but, um, anyway, so that brings me here now. Okay. So you have written another book, right? Yes. And are you writing in any other areas as well? Yeah. So I wrote Girl Meets Change, which okay. mm-hmm. um, talked a lot about, you know, drawing on experiences of, as a military wife in many ways. Also, it, it includes um, what I love to do in my books, um, Girl Meets Change and Backroads to Belonging. They also include stories of from other women, though, whose change yeah. mm-hmm. or crisis of belonging looks very different from mine, from all walks of life, all backgrounds um, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that's a fun thing I like to do there. I also write, uh, so I write at my own site, kristenstrong.com, but I also write write for a community group called Encourage. And that's mm. kind of like I in Encourage. And okay. the web address is in I encourage dot me dot me. But I write for them. It's just a site where um, we aim to build up women's courage and, uh, you know, just sort of be a, a gathering place for friends and conversation. So um, and I that's where I I Ann Voskamp used to write there. So I got to know her some there. Um, okay. But so it's like, I mean, there's been writers that have come and gone. Um, but right now, I think that we have like 28, 29 writers that work for that site, too. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, it does take a lot of courage to try to belong. Mm-hmm. It really does. <laughs> so what when you were sharing when you moved to Ohio, what was the that I love how you say the crisis of belonging? Yes. Um, <laughs> what were some of the things you learned early on? about, hey, how am I going to fit in here? And Well, I learned that like people weren't just going to drop on the doorstep, (laughs) you know, magically or (laughs) apparate like Harry Potter, you know, (laughs) in front of me. So (laughs) So, like I learned how it is work and it is intentional Mm. work. Mm. And I learned how it is the only way to never belong is to never try. Mm. And when you're new somewhere, the thing is, in a perfect world, and I do believe it eventually gets this way, there's a real give and take when you're trying to belong. You know, you're reaching out to others, but they're also reciprocating. But when you're new somewhere, those are way off balance, you're going to feel probably because you actually are reaching out if you want to belong more quickly, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're yeah. going to have to feel like you're reaching out more than right. you are getting, you know, receiving. receiving. The right. scales yes. are going to be the scales are off balance. Off. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that I, makes sense. I mean, like I remember having, I had a Christmas party at my house and nobody came. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, it was just some new college friends I'd invited. Nobody came. Well, wow. that's like, gosh, I mean, 
talk That's about devastating. feeling like a, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a loser. Yeah. Yeah. It is devastating. But like if, if I just let that be the end of it, then, you know, that doesn't really help me out in the long run. So it's yeah. really pushing past that thought that, okay, I've done it, never mind, yeah. um, you know, and trying again and trying again mm. and trying again. And, you know, I, I know rejection can be so hard whenever mm -hmm. you get that on any level. Yeah. But my friend Selena says, you know, rejection is sometimes God's protection against what yep. isn't in your best interest. So, For sure. you know, when you hit a dead end, you just turn directions and keep going. And keep going. So, yeah. Mm, that's good. Man. Yeah. And so vulnerable mm -hmm. to put yes. yourself out there over and over again. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I think I what I tried to approach in this book, what I've because I've just come to adopt it as a philosophy in my own life yeah. is the back roadway to belonging. So I, I think a lot of us spend a lot of time and energy on other ways of trying to belong. Either we mm. try to jump on the super highway of connection. Yep. And some way somehow look at me, you know, notice me mm. or, you know, we're in those places where we want to belong and think we should belong mm -hmm. and then we or we'll kind of do the opposite of that when we just get tired and hurt from the rejection we just think never mind I'm just yep. going to stay in my home yep. mm -hmm. behind my four walls or whatever yeah. and I'm not going to try anymore and so the back road way to belonging is because the super highway of connection can be exhausting yes. obviously just quitting altogether is very lonely yeah. and not in God's heart for us. So the back road way to belonging would be um, where you are seen less, but sense your belonging more by remaining in Christ and relaxing into the places where God has you today mm -hmm. and sort of what can you do to both find contentment to start where you are right now? Cause we're all, I mean, we're all somewhere, you know, yeah. what do we have around us? But then also, okay, what can I do to perhaps expand my sense of belonging as well as, you know, bring others in as well mm. Mm. to create that community. Yeah. Create that community. Hmm. Yeah. So I think for me, just thinking the back roads, I love that idea because mm -hmm. then it's, I get to be creative and who yeah. I get to. So I love old cars. I love old mm. things like that. My daughter so loves old cars too. I just yeah. like them. I like the history. I want to hear who first bought it. Yes. I want to hear all the stories yes. behind it. I don't know if it's necessarily the cars that attract me or the story behind the car that attracts oh. me. But I've been thinking like, I want to meet people that are more into old cars just <laughs> yes. lately you know yeah. so when you said mm -hmm. that i was like that could be a way go to some car shows a back road absolutely and that's the thing so i'm learning <laughs> that's awesome i love that because that's a perfect example of a back road tailored to you yes mm -hmm. our path to belonging is going to look different than mm. it is for your best friend or your mm. your sister-in-law or whatever yeah and that's okay as it should be and i think there's something valuable in getting wrapping your mind around the fact like okay where does god want me yeah. and let me just hear from him and not mm. look to others to think okay i should be doing it like or should be belonging in the same way they are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The shoulds. Yeah. The shoulds. Mm. Yeah. The shoulds. I know Kara Tippett's who um, I didn't know personally, but we had mutual friends. But anyway, she spoke at our churches, at one of our churches retreats. And she said, don't should all over yourself. Uh -huh. And I, love I thought, that. I love that I because it all like, the time. do you say that? Oh, I yeah. Do. I, I say love it all it. the time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I hear a should coming on. Yes. <laughs> Drop it. Don't, <laughs> don't shit on yourself, please. <laughs> yes. That's so appropriate. It is, right? <laughs> 
because <laughs> we get caught up in well, I, I my life should look like so and so's at right. school or so and so's oh, at church. Yeah. And, yes, and I know. think sometimes when we struggle to belong, it's because we just have all these shoulds going on yeah. in our head. And you know, sometimes we think we should belong in more places, and we're instead of just looking at okay, where does God have me today? Yeah, as a, you know, what can I use? How can I use that as a launching pad for where He wants me maybe to expand my sense of belonging? But it doesn't have to. But am I discounting where I already am because mm. I'm looking at where I think I should be? Right. You know? It's so good. Yeah. So. Well, I just think about all the different um, groups of uh, moms. Um, like I think of the mom that's super involved with yes. school. Yes. And if I could just get plugged in here instead of outside of school. And then the moms, the working moms that are like, well, I should be going to school and connecting with those moms. Right. And then there's the military mom. And, you know, right. like if I could just connect with somebody, you mm-hmm. know, there's all mm-hmm. that. Like if I was there, then my life would be more connected. Right. Or um, right. I just think that's so typical, no matter where you are. Yeah. No matter where you are, no matter what yeah, your stage you're in. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think that's very typical like you said yes and stage yeah, yeah. like when yeah. your kids are babies yeah like if they can when they're older it'll yes. be so much better be yes. they can make friends right <laughs> yes yeah. and then i hear from my you know totally empty nester friends and they say no there's still distractions you're still thinking oh you know i should be doing this and you think oh i have all this time i would think i would have all this time when i'm an empty nester and it's you know the enemy is just able mm. to just recraft yeah. what he gets a swift and yeah. so i think it's just until we get to heaven it's gonna be it's that just way. gonna be a yeah. thing that we have to you know maneuver yeah so. what else have you noticed as you're out sharing this other things that hinder that are hindering community today i think a big thing is overlooking where we are today yeah. and i know we talked about that already but overlooking where we are because we want to belong in these other places or we mm. think we want to belong in these other places I think another thing is social media. And mm. I, I love social media. I love Instagram. Like I really, so I am not an, you know, a social media downer, but you know, everything in moderation. And you yeah. know, it used to be when I was a kid and a high school student, college student, you know, when I left school, you know, I left the friends, I went home. And then it's, I guess more, you know, thinking when I was growing up, you know, you go home, and it's your family, it's, you might have, you know, your neighbors or whatever, but it was just those people went with you. But now, with social media, everybody follows us wherever we go. Uh And it really, um, we just kind of get this low grade sense of our community needs being met, but it's real shallow, and it's not mm-hmm. lasting. And so it's I like a highlight reel. It's like a high yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a high like we yes, and we see all the ways people are getting together without us. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So I didn't even think of that. So I think limiting in whatever way you feel like the Holy Spirit is moving you to do it limiting our social media to a certain degree, but also not letting it be a substitute for in face real, you know, real life discussion. Yeah, yeah. because that is really where you get the deep dive I, mm. I believe into community mm. um, and I have great friends I've met online as well but it cannot be a substitute, substitute. for real 
life getting together with people. And it's very hard when when your babies are little and, you know, you you just want to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, as my kids got older, I was like, oh, I just want to be able to stay home because now we're out all the time. Driving. Yeah, you just live in the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that just sort of considering the stage where you're at and trying to find an intentional, you know, time, a, a mom's group, whatever it is. You know, I remember I met one good friend because she and I just kept showing up at the park at the same time with our little kids, Uh you know, and we eventually exchanged numbers and we're, and that was, gosh, that was 2005, I think. And we're still friends. Um, She lives in Ohio, but so we don't get to see each other much, but we're still, you know, certainly in still um, friendly community together in one way. So anyway, all that to say that, um, you know, just looking for those opportunities and being the one to, as my friend Holly, my friend Holly Girth says, you know, sometimes awkward is the price of admission for authentic uh, connection. <laughs> awesome. and isn't that perfect? Because it is awkward. Like somebody's got to ask for somebody's phone number first yep. or, you know, uh, you know, follow them on Instagram and then DM them or what have you, yep. you know, but like being able to cross that awkward bridge first and seeing if you can, you know, make a friendship connection. Oh, mm. that is so true. I'm totally thinking of my friend Jenny who she spoke at an event and I was in the crowd and mm-hmm. I was like, I want to be friends with her. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and she like came off the stage and I was like, will you be my friend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that was it. Like we just went and had coffee and we yes. are like one of the closest friends. She's one of my closest friends. But if you hadn't been brave enough to say that first, you know, I mean, maybe <laughs> she would have reached out to you, but it, you oh. never know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so it's vulnerable and scary because, again, sometimes you extend a hand of friendship and people, you know, they have their bandwidth just like we have our bandwidth. Mm -hmm. And and it's often, I think, when somebody doesn't have time for us, it's not because they don't like us or, you know, have a big, there's something wrong with us. It's just just we all have limited bandwidth and we can only, if we're to attend to our priority people like our children and Mm -hmm. our, you know, our parents or what Mm -hmm. have you. Yeah you know, you have to say no at sometimes, but often people say yes, and yeah. like it, and it works out and it becomes yeah. a, a real life giving friendship for you. Well, yeah. I had a friend who was just talking to me, um, I think about two weeks ago, and she was new to a school. And she was saying she was struggling because kind of what we touched on at the beginning, she was feeling like she's always putting herself out there mm. and then no one's yes. reciprocating. Yes. So how would you share with that mom just to be like, keep going or yes. maybe try different areas? or what? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I mentioned a story in the book about how along the way in our, our military travels, we attended a church and I really felt like enough time had come by where I... I should be feeling like I belong, (laughs) you know, like, like, you know, let's go people. Yeah. You know, but then I walked into an evening function and everybody was in like pairs and trios and they looked real intent. And so I'm sitting down, I kind of look, you know, become overly invested in my purse and, you know, check my phone or what have you. And I don't see anybody that I can make a connection with. Mm. I just, you know, you feel like the tears are about to come. I marched into the bathroom. I shut the stall door and I just kicked the stall door like two or three times because I was because it's just so frustrating when Mm -hmm. you're doing all the right things, you know, like you're not just waiting for people to fall onto your front doorstep. You are putting yourself out there there, Mm -hmm. and nothing seems to be happening. And all I can say is for whatever reason, you know, God's paths are rarely straight and he has us wander a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's where the mystery of Christ is, I think, is in the wandering and 
I think the only way to never to guarantee never making community, never feeling like you're belonging is never trying again. So mm-hmm. if you put yourself out there 14 times with and you're met with a rejection, well, then you do it for 15th because it is God's heart for us to all belong on this earth, feel like we belong somewhere. Jesus mm-hmm. walked the earth with a posse. And so if that was <laughs> Jesus's, you know, it, it, God's best for Jesus, it is his best for us. And there yeah. is room at the table God picks out for us. But mm-hmm. sometimes you got to walk up to a lot of tables before, yeah. you, before you find your people. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I get it. I have so been there. Uh, feels like a hundred times. It probably hasn't been that many, but it feels like it. Oh, <laughs> sure. And, uh-huh. um, you know, you just have to just keep going, keep trying again. Yeah. So what are some more ways, uh, back roads um, yeah. of belonging that you may have mentioned in your book? Sure. Well, I think, um, you know, one thing I did uh, one time, well, I've done this several times, actually, but it came upon, we had gotten back from a family vacation, had an amazing family vacation. And I came back, you know, was checking into social media again. And I saw two different groups of people who were all getting together without me. And immediately, like the FOMO sets in the, you know, fear of missing out mm-hmm. the, uh, the, I don't, where do I belong? Look at, mm-hmm. I thought, Somebody would have invited me and, um, and actually, and that's not entirely accurate. One group I was invited, but I couldn't because of the vacation conflict. Mm -hmm. But when I'm seeing all the pictures of their Mm -hmm. time together, I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I say, you know, maybe I should have tried to work this out more than I did. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so I just sat, like, I felt like the Lord right there saying, why don't you just tell me all the places you know you belong? So I got out my phone, at, you know, just the notes wow. app, and I wrote a literal list of all the places I belong. And I started with, you know, daughter of the O'Neill and Meeks families, mm. daughter-in-law of a strong family, mm. member of Village 7 Church, um, military wife encourage or military spouse encourager, mm. you know, friend to uh, uh, May and Maria and Lindsay and all, you know, mm. list the names. Yeah. Like, I just went through and I'm like oh my gosh this is bigger than I thought right. yeah. and there was nothing and I I feel like I'm very typical it's I I don't have a ton of connections that you know or I, it doesn't look more impressive than somebody else's yeah. I think it would look mm-hmm. like just about any many women anyway many yeah. women's mm-hmm. and so that was one thing I did is made a literal list and then it is immediately just set those belong like I don't belong here feelings it just squashed them down like you're fine, Kristen, you know, mm. just, just chill out. <laughs> yeah, that's a great little exercise. I love that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think another one is being okay where you don't with where you do not belong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes people places are not in our best interest. And God knows why. And even if we can't see it, I think being careful on that kind of along those same lines, being careful not to force belonging where you're not meant to belong. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're extending the hand of friendship to somebody and they don't take it, then we're just not meant to be with that person. And it doesn't, again, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. It just means it's not in God's plans Mm -hmm. for them. Sorry about that. God's plans for Mm -hmm. them or for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think also, looking to if there's somebody that's you're belonging with that maybe is offering you more sabotage than support yeah more toxic more I would toxic say. Yeah. yeah more toxic yeah, right. that's good you know then you need to put a boundary there yeah you know i talk about in the book about how really the I don't know. The Lord just gave me this picture a long time ago, how our hearts are like the Old Testament tabernacle. You know, mm. you have like, you have the outer courtyard, yep. which were for many, um, you know, to many could be there. Mm. And then you had the inner holy place, which was, you know, for priests. 
and whatnot. And then you had the inner holy of holies, which was right. for the head priest yeah. only. So yeah. I liken that to my heart. Like, okay, my heart has like an outer courtyard that, okay, I can let a lot of people to the, you know, uh, to kind of just approach mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And then whoever God calls is to be like, a, you know, I mean, certainly my, my husband, my children, but those friends that are really for me and yeah. like real encouragers, I can let them in more. Yeah. But I don't need to, but the, and then the, the inner part of my heart, sometimes I think things are just for you and God alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that inner holy of holies. Mm. So it's okay for me to not to let that friend in or that family member even who is not careful with my heart. And that's not to say we all need rebuke. Sometimes we all need a loving rebuke, but it's the motive makes the difference. Is that rebuke for me or for the other person's selfish reasons? And so I think also sometimes not exhausting our our own bandwidth by mm. allowing people into our heart that really don't need to be there yeah. um, is That's something good. to consider too. Do you think that most people when they're struggling to belong would lower their standards so they can belong? Because I was hearing that mm-hmm. like, I don't want to compromise or let people into my heart that mm-hmm. shouldn't be there or whatever, like that nature. But I'd think if I was struggling to belong, I might allow other people in my community that aren't the best or, right i think so i think it's just you want to be with someone you yes. want to hang out with someone yeah so then you just settle for yeah who's ever present yes. and or, I, my daughter and i talk about this a lot because that's also <laughs> i think you know and it can be so yeah so easy to do that when you're young too oh, for sure you know uh-huh. um, yep you know, I think a basic thing is just, and this is kind of one of those things we all probably know, but you know, life happens and we don't get to do it as regularly as we want, but being in the word every day mm. and letting God, because ultimately in our, in its realest sense, we belong as God's daughters and mm-hmm. sons and as Jesus's beloved. And so tapping into that every day through reading his word. And mm-hmm. I think is so important. Um, mm. I think it's also like no legalism, like whatever yeah. it, it, that time looks like for you, it doesn't have to be like a delightful 20 minute quiet time at 6am or whatever, <laughs> right, you know, right, yeah. it can be, you know, when the kids are in bed or when they're napping, the I verse of the day, the, pops yes. up on your phone. yeah, the verse of the day <laughs> pops up truth. while you're in the carpool line, exactly. you know, exactly. but, but really just taking um, a few minutes to just meditate on that to simmer on it and to let Lord the Lord say okay or you know ask the Lord what do you want me to internalize about this verse about mm-hmm. your word yeah. because um you know that's the bread of life so we want right. that and so right. when we take fill in on that then I think it helps also guard us mm-hmm. without us even really thinking you know yeah knowing it when it happens but it guards us from getting our belonging met in all the wrong places all the wrong places yeah yes yeah. Yeah. I think that's good that you mentioned, you know, just teaching your daughter that too, because I mean, having a 12 year old entering into that intense social time. Yes. That that's so important of teaching her what is a healthy belonging. Yes. What does that look like with um, friends that are in the same belief that she is Mm -hmm. versus some don't care. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. I just think that that's so important to teach as a mother and oh yeah um, I think so too I think yeah I mean that's kind of where a lot of our struggles start is is in the young years of wanting Mm -hmm. to belong and you know just reaching for all the wrong places but any place that'll give us um, a sense of being loved and my daughter goes to a very public high school and so you know you'll see you get you know the gamut of of, um of stories and backgrounds of kiddos and whatnot but that is a common theme you know it's just 
you can tell who's maybe trying to fill a belonging hole, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in immediately rather than right. waiting to maybe consider is this best for me? It's mm-hmm. like, well, it feels good right now, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. I love the waiting part of it. Yeah. I think, and just how yeah. you're talking about just trusting the Lord to bring you the yeah. relationships that He wants you to right. have. But not sitting there waiting, like, like right. what you were talking yeah. about, dropping mm-hmm. on my doorstep. Yes. Right. But I there might done. be seasons, <laughs> right? There might be seasons of loneliness that, you know, that is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I know with my son, sometimes he'll say, Oh, I'm lonely. Well, especially last year, he switched schools. Oh, yeah. And so it was just a transition mm-hmm. of him being okay being lonely okay, until yes. his relationships develop. Yes, that's that's and I think key. most people don't want to be lonely. You no, don't want right, to feel like right. I don't fit in. And so you go to social media, you go to food, you right. go to alcohol, you go to porn, you go to right. whatever right. to fill mm-hmm. those voids. And it's like, well, I think you're right to practice being lonely at times. I think that's Mm -hmm. exactly it. You have to practice being lonely sometimes and Mm -hmm. know that it, the way it is today won't be how it is forever. Exactly. If you're lonely right now, what else, what is God trying to give you right now in this season? Because he doesn't Mm -hmm. want you to be lonely forever, but is he wanting kind of more of your time right now? Um, Mm Yeah, all important things to consider. Yeah, Yeah. and one, I think, especially as we were talking about youngsters, Mm -hmm. just this generation, Mm -hmm. I think that's just my observation. I haven't heard it in any newscasts or anything, but they are a lonely generation. And I think that Mm -hmm. is a little bit connected to the social media aspect and the instant gratification and all these things that it takes time to develop a relationship. It does. (laughs) It takes effort and character and and the Lord and you, you know, being steadfast and and self-control and all the things that sometimes if you're, you don't want to do yet, if you want the fruit of a connected, intimate relationship, you're going to have to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, so Laura and I met at Mops um, when our first kiddos were babies. Babies. Oh, I love Mops. Yes. Yeah. Mm. But you get into that rhythm, at least I did, of like, there were so many days home alone with, you know, one or two or four children, Mm. and you just get stuck in that rhythm. And it does take sacrifice to be like, hey, do you want to come over and see my horrible house right yes. now? Like yes. I have to sacrifice my pride of like, it is utter chaos in here, but I would love to connect. Yes. And there are many times where Laura would just pop over and um, it was utter chaos, but I trusted her as a friend and she, that sense of belonging of like, I don't have to straighten have the floor up. floor sweeped. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Excuse the million bottles everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and yeah. I think it helps you relax a little when you see the mess. I mean, if you go into a house that looks like a museum all the time. Yeah. I, right. I, I mean, what do you do at a museum? Like, you have to be very careful. And not, like, <laughs> yeah. you're not really exhaling there, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. but I know I struggle with that too. And I read this quote. Actually, I got this quote from Mops a long time ago. And I don't remember who said it originally. A female comedian, I can't remember her name, but if you're coming, maybe you've heard it before too. If you're coming to see the, if you're coming to see me, come on over. But if you're coming to see the house, call ahead. (laughs) (laughs) And I think most people just want to come see us, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's something magical. I mean, if we look in the Bible about, you know, how many, I mean, people were invited to people's homes Mm -hmm. for meals all Mm -hmm. the time. All the time. Yeah. And so it's a, it lays a really great found uh, groundwork for 
for belonging when, Absolutely. when you do the brave thing and and like you said sit tell your pride to kind of stand down you know <laughs> it's going to be fine if they mm-hmm. come over and and see that it's you know it, it is what it is <laughs> yeah well before we wrap up i just wanted to ask now let's flip the coin let's say i'm fully connected i have tons of friends i'm mm. good to go what um would you encourage that mom to do or say for mm. the newbies because there's always newbies everywhere mm, you go there there's always. new people at church mm-hmm. there's especially here in our town in colorado springs we have a military families mm-hmm. all over i just had a lady move in two doors down military mm-hmm. you know and she's been all over the country all over the world she was in germany also mm-hmm. um so what would you share to that person to get them to notice the newbies and to really mm. extend their bandwidth i would say um you know Look for the people on the fringes. Mm. When you go into mm. the, you know, wherever it is, the PTO, the the church get together, the soccer field, whatever it is, mm. look for those that are kind of more off on their own. And you may not have the bandwidth to have like a, a new best friend in your life. Yeah. Who, you know, you're sharing <laughs> sure. all your things. Right. But you can have the bandwidth to just go say hi. How yeah. you doing? You know, there's a big space between having a you know somebody into that inner holy place of your heart yes and and the outer courtyard so you can it's as simple as when you're checking out at the grocery store being extra kind to the checkout lady you yes. know it just requires that amount of effort mm-hmm. and i think even li- thinking about how you could be maybe a connector if you are running into that person frequently and they're newer you know ask a question or two you know, every time you see them, yep. then pretty soon you can go, you know what, um, you're stationed at Fort Carson. I know this person that's stationed at Fort Carson. Mm-hmm. Have you met them? You know, or, or whatever the thing may be. Oh, you have a two year old. Have you heard about mops? You know, yeah. be, a be a connector. Mm. And that's not saying you're like, come to my house for the location of the connection. <laughs> yeah, but you're I'm just not putting, up my yeah, door. Not, you know, <laughs> like, because again, I mean, yes, we're to, called to do that sometimes. Yeah. But in this case where you're, you know, your bandwidth is kind of met, you can be a connector and be the bridge between you know that person meeting another person and then mm, finding their great. own place of belonging that yeah. way yeah mm. i just had that happen at the new school i was talking about we had some moms that reached out to me and so now a year later a year and a half later we're connected with those families mm. and so this year i was like okay i have to be mature and pay it forward right like yes. i have to look and i right. purposefully looked for the new kids yeah like who are the new kids in this school because i know how nervous i felt just as a mm-hmm. mom like am i doing the school right we had homeschool oh. and then we transferred to like a co-op school yeah so it was awesome to be like wait no i've already people reached out to me mm-hmm. so i know exactly what to do and this mom has been so thankful because she wants her son to belong yeah right and yes. so lincoln my son has reached out to him and now they're having play dates and now the boys connected oh. to all lincoln's friends and that's how it was for us I love we met that. one family and then we got connected to these other families exactly and it's like uh oh it gives me chills just because it was an easy way to help this mom right belong and right feel connected and i mm-hmm. think there are so many things you can do that require minimal effort minimal to do like that it it was just opening my eyes right exactly and that's are you new? i think that's it like seeing them you know one of the biggest gifts we can give somebody is just being seen yeah and even if you just say i like your boots you know yep. the first mm-hmm. time and then the next time how old are your kids or you know yeah. stuff like that it's real easy and it just i think it creates a belonging place for you too you know when you bring bringing creates belonging and if you yep. do something mm-hmm. to bring another in yeah. i think you expand your own sense of belonging even you know even to a greater degree than you may think that you even need yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So. that's perfect. I yeah. love that. I think that's yeah. a great 
place to end. Mm. Oh, great. Uh, well, we just so thank you so much for all you're doing and the wisdom you shared today. Oh. I think that's just awesome little nuggets for us to hold on to. So oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate being here. It was fun talking cool. with yes. y'all. And where can people find your book and more sure. of here? <laughs> so Backroads to Belonging, you can find it at Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, um, online, pretty much wherever books are sold. Even Target and Walmart have them. Ooh, yeah, so yes. I know. That's pretty fun. <laughs> that's exciting. Now, I don't know. I don't think they're in Target stores or Walmart stores. That would be amazing if they were, but I don't think they are. But you can find them online. Okay. But definitely Amazon. Um, Barnes & Noble has it at a great price. Mm. Um and then uh, you can find me at kristenstrong.com. And I, like I said, I love Instagram. And my name, it's just my name, at Kristen Strong, K-R-I-S-T-E-N. So. Right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Thanks, ladies. everybody. Thanks for commenting. We read it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Kristen Strong for coming on the Moms on the Mic podcast today. Thanks to Kristen and Laura for doing such a great job. Thank you to The Voice of the Martyrs, helping those being persecuted for our gospel for more than 50 years. Persecution.com for The Voice of the Martyrs. Thank you, Rebels, for sharing this with your friends and family. Thanks for helping us grow each and every month. God bless. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting. <laughs>